Arriba! Rau! Back again. Guess who back in the house? It's your favorite two hosts. Oh. And the co host. What is up, my sister? What's up? What's up? What's up? Well, what's up is that the guest ain't here. That is true. The guest is not here. Yeah, but apart from that, what's been going on? Where are we? Thursday, or like, where are we in life? <laughs> it's not Thursday, it's Wednesday, so that coronavirus is really taking a hold of you. <laughs> Jalay's ill, by the way. She's got some type of flu, and I'm sat as far away as possible. <laughs> we had no hugs, we had no kisses today. <laughs> no, just air hugs and Just air, air kisses, hugs. Yeah. And mwah, mwah, mwah. So this week I'm flying to Paris. Paris! Well, I'm not flying actually, they got me a Eurostar. <laughs> for your first abroad gig? Yeah, for my first abroad gig. So I've never actually been to Paris before. I've been to France, I've been to Lille, I think it's okay. called. I've been to Calais, <laughs> but I've never been to... Um, Paris. So I'm paying for like Paris's biggest weekly queer POC event. <laughs> yes, got it. Oh, out. that is a mouthful. <laughs> that was a mouthful. But apparently it's like massive. If you go to Paris and you're into like the type of music that I play, which is obviously like R and B, hip hop, Afrobeats and all of that, um, that's the place that you'd go to. So um yeah i've been booked with that so i'm kind of like i'm really like nervous but i'm really excited because i don't i don't speak french <laughs> so um yeah i don't i don't speak french um but the question is can the french speak ghetto listen <laughs> the french could definitely speak ghetto the french people are just ghetto in general they're always setting fire to things have you not seen the oh news God. and they're just they have, have never used the word please or thank oh, you I, in their life they don't give a fuck like <laughs> french people will fuck shit up like <laughs> i feel like us as brits we need to take like a leaf out of their a page a leaf a leaf out of their book yeah a page out of their book a leaf out of their book why is it a leaf in the book a leaf and a page are the same thing oh okay Mm. Yeah, maybe because it comes <laughs> from trees. Oh, it's all wood, honey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna be doing that on Friday. I'm in on Sunday. 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 Sunday the first. So yeah, I'm saying that I'm quite nervous, excited because um, yeah, I've just never been. It's my first overseas gig. I'm pretty much going on my own. I'm gonna meet up with a couple of like the Parisian girls out there, and it's also French. Um, it's Paris Fashion Week, oh. so I feel like there might be like a few people from London in Paris at the time. But yeah. I'm generally going like pretty much on my own. Gonna turn up to this club, never played there before. Um, do my thing and hopefully it goes down well. But hopefully it will be like the beginning of me getting like regular bookings with them. Yeah. Um, on Saturday I'm doing my night drip. Drip, drip, drip. So it's like a cute little R&B turn up in Camberwell. By the time you're listening to this, it would have already have happened. So yeah, you missed out. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was it? Like, it was amazing, babe. <laughs> it, was amazing. <laughs> yeah. it was amazing. And on Friday, I'm doing this thing called Charity Twerk. So by the time you listen to this, that also would have gone. But it's going to be monthly. So Charity Twerk is an event where it's put on by this guy called Miles Hart at um, The Curtain. And we basically throw like an event where all the acts and like the DJs or whoever's performing, we all give up our services for free and you pay via donation and all the money raised gets given to like two charities of the month. We give the money up and it's usually for like they're LGBT based charities or young like kids charities. So like the last one we did, we like donated all the cash and we got people to donate like unopened toys and stuff like that. But it's called charity twerk. So you come down, you twerk all night, you live your best life and you're doing it all for a good cause. So if you Google it, I'm sure you will be able to find out more information in the future. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. plug I never plug so much on this, um, on this platform, so. It was a it was a heavy plug. It was a heavy plug, but you know what? Like, I know you're out there listening, so why not? <laughs> also, next Friday is Jungle Kitty first birthday, which I expect to see you at. I will be there in a pair of really skimpy gelée esque type trousers. I don't know about that. Like girl. leggings. <laughs> the corona will be gone by then. <laughs> I'm already. I'm just sitting here like clutching myself. Like I feel so cold. <laughs> Can we talk about coronavirus for a little moment, just as a health one for all the gamers? I don't really there. feel like this is on brand. 
yeah, I'm going to make it sex related. Uh, I'm like, bitch, they won't care about coronavirus. They're like, I'm on PrEP. <laughs> I'm about to say, like, I know that everybody out there seems to think that PrEP can protect them from everything. But listen, right line is current climate. No random hookups. You do have to realise that anyone that you're hooking up with, you're sleeping with all of their their past conquests as well. And you don't know where that mouth or that dick's been. So, yeah, but that's just the same as normal though. Like, if, the, mm. if that person has like slept with 10 people and they don't have coronavirus when you sleep with them then you're not going to get coronavirus yeah they might not happen but you can't be taking any chances right now if you don't know them don't kiss them and definitely don't suck them off but it's just the same as like saliva exchange with regards to you don't know where that mouth's been yeah we don't but there wasn't coronavirus before nobody didn't know didn't have these like fears even though it is just like the flu but you know what? Like, I'd rather just have the common cold. I don't need COVID nineteen to add. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's called. It's official name. I don't need COVID nineteen added to the list. So, did we cheers? Oh, I don't know if we did. Yeah. Cheers. cheers, cheers. So that was your cocktails and cock talk um, health warning. <laughs> <laughs> and also wear a condom. <laughs> wear a condom while you're at it. Um, so we were initially going to have Le Grand Wolf on, who's Le Amer- Grand Wolf. Le Grand Wolf. God, it sounds like something from like a Grimm's Brothers tale. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. Very Lord of the Rings. Very Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. The Shire. The Shire. Yeah, but it doesn't look like he is going to be join- joining us today. Uh, but those of you who know Le Grand Wolf will know that he does uh, fantasy porn, such as like Mormon boys. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not la- I am laughing, but I'm not laughing. <laughs> Mormon boys. Mormon boys. What about that snowbat in the Seven Dwarfs or something? Is that fantasy? I don't know how they're really related. With Snow White Mormon? No, but I'm just saying, I'm just giving you fantasy ideas. <laughs> no, so I think he's a more specifically related to like person in power, person not in power. Oh, okay. Like, so like he does like a lot of dad and son ones, oh, a lot of family okay. porn. Um, and, dad and, son. and the other one, he does this other one called Fun Size Boys, which is basically, <laughs> <laughs> your face. You're just like, oh. Well, cause I was thinking of fun size packets of like Smarties or like Maltesers. I'm thinking like what, small people? <laughs> like, oh no, they're not. Beeps! <laughs> yeah. oh, Learned that the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not little people. Okay. Um, but they're just like fun. It's called fun size boys. So you'll have like a tall, a tall, bigger guy, which is usually Legrand, um, and then a short, petite lad. Um, okay. Yes, it's about more about like the size. So it's more like different. Yeah, like dominating and dom top and submissive bottoms and puppies and all that stuff. I mean, I don't know. It's not really puppies, I wouldn't say. It's more just like... You, you know those like guys a... that wear the masks and you walk them? Yeah, but it's not that. Oh, That's okay. a completely different fetish. All right, sorry. I didn't mean to um, miss... Conclude those. Miss <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, so I think it's more just to do with like the daddy-son type of roles, but in just different scenarios. So maybe like he does like teacher-student ones as well. Oh, and just things like that. Oh, that one's got your interest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just remembering back to school. There was um, what was his name, Mister? I was about to say Mister Lockwood, but no, Mister Lockwood definitely wasn't the one that I'm talking about. But anyway, you know, you had like the fit supply PE teacher that came, and obviously, like I was kind of accepting my sexuality, but hadn't accepted it, and I used to have all these like daydreams about this Mister Hockey. Was his name Mister Hockey? No, I think that's just me mixing hockey with... I had loads of fit teachers at school. No, my, the men in my school weren't that fit. They weren't? No, they all had like beef face. Beef face? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? You know like when the blood vessels pop oh, in, their che- <laughs> in their cheeks and they're like red and flushed constantly from all the drinking and the snack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gym blossoms. Gym, yeah. Um, so there was like a couple of teachers, but on the whole, I was more invested with the actual boys in my year. Yeah. That's where I got my kicks and giggles. And so where do you stand on this um, daddy-son porn? 
daddy son porn. <laughs> Each to their own. Like, I don't know. This makes me feel a bit like we can't really complain about people, young boys being groomed if we're encouraging daddy son porn. It's a bit like. Wow, I'm so glad the guest is not here today. <laughs> <laughs> but like like I said, each to their own. Um yeah. I feel like that's a deep point you're trying to make. Do you not think you can like differentiate between fantasy and like cause there's rape porn, but it's just fantasy. Yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't condone rape porn. Like I think that's a bit I don't know, but that's that's why we have opposing views <laughs> because <laughs> rape porn for me is like I don't know. I know there's people out there that really get in turned on by the whole control. Like, yeah, I know a certain person who was definitely into that. Oh, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, oh no one in particular is like that. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I don't know, and not because I'm vanilla or anything. I'm just like, yeah. It's just well. Listen, I don't, I don't watch rape porn, and I don't find rape porn a turn on. But I just, I just see it as like a fantasy. Some people have that fantasy if they want to enact that out in like the safety. Oh my god! You just reminded me. So I used to work with somebody at the Breakfast Club, and him and his girlfriend used to invite like other mates in, and they would like set up these scenarios where she'd be like walking through the park, and then they would like kidnap her and like basically like gang rape her like in the park but it was like all part of the fantasy and like i remember being told this like while serving somebody some like i don't know like a full english <laughs> i was like this is a lot of information and when you used to see her she's so sweet and um like you wouldn't even think that but like yeah again like each their own it's just not for me it's not something that i'm gonna google um it's not something that i'm gonna really get my kicks out of so do you think with regards to like fantasies and like fantasies versus like real life how do you think we can like act out fantasies do you think it's important to act out fantasies or do you think they should just be left as fantasies well no like act out your fantasies but i feel like there's certain type of fantasies like obviously fantasies are still a desire it's what you want so somebody who has a desire to rape somebody you don't act that out, please. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you get what I mean? And it's still coming from maybe like a part of you that's like, that maybe you need to go and speak to somebody about like, why is that your fantasy? Especially if you're the one that wants to be the raper, not the rapee. But I don't e know. Why do but you not e think being raped is, but even, do you not think that's... Well, that might boil down to some type of like wanting to be dominated. But yet again, I feel like that's something that you maybe should go and discuss with a therapist. But um, obviously if you want to dress up like Snow White or like, or I don't know, whatever you're- What the fuck is this Snow White I don't know. Thing? Every time I think about fantasies, I just keep having these images of Disney. So I'm like, I've got an image of me like dressed as Ariel in like a green tail, like <laughs> waiting for Eric to come and save me. No. no? Okay, that's just my fetish. Or my, that's just my fantasy. Um, no, but like obviously, like there's that whole that kind of like that whole rude boy thing, and there's people who want to be like that their black fantasy or whatever it is. Like everyone's got their own thing, I suppose. And yeah, like if you can, is it called like cosplay or role play or whatever you oh, want yeah, to cosplay. do? Um, yeah, do your thing. But like, I feel like some might just be a bit more. A bit more dangerous than others. A bit more dangerous than others, but... I just think if you can... As long as you're acting out the fantasy as a fantasy, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, so that everyone is clear that, like, <laughs> this rape is just a, a yeah, fantasy doesn't get, rape. Somebody doesn't get tied up and put in a suitcase and left there too long. Yeah. Do you know be like, oops, go and get him. Yeah. It's been a week. Yeah. <laughs> have some safe words. Have some safe words, unless you're gagged, and then have a safe... <clears throat> Noise. <laughs> Noise. Yeah. <laughs> um Well what do you think? Um I think I do think a lot of the time um fantasies are just left better as fantasies because uh when you try and bring them to real life, especially if you don't really know that person, they can just like fall fall a bit flat. Um yeah. I've had it a few times where especially when I was younger, I loved role play when I was like eighteen, nineteen. I think before I was twenty one I probably had sex in like school uniform more often than I didn't. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
And I was like 19 wearing this school uniform I'd like bought Stop off the internet. <laughs> She's so kinky. It was, it was kind of... What, you used to pull out your old school uniform? Like, No, I bought... Oh, girl. I bought a new one, yeah. You bought a new one specifically for this? Yeah, because I wanted it all tight and tailored. So was this your fantasy or the person's fantasy? Oh, this is mine. Oh, okay, so you... But I was like okay. thrusting upon everyone. <laughs> like, so by the way, I want you to be my teacher... Yeah, I don't know if I'd like really spoke about it before. This one guy, I remember I had, um, we had definitely spoke about it. Um, maybe maybe I went round and saw him and we kind of hooked up a little bit. Uh, but I remember we didn't have full sex because he'd broken his ribs or something. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> but then the next time I was going round, he's like, right. So That's quite hot, actually. Yeah, broken ribs. Broken oh. ribs. What a fight club. Yeah, beat me. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you've got domestic violence. Oh my God, <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> well, it's right. So it's, it's like, is the act of choking a fantasy or a fetish? Because that's what I need to also work out as well. Because some of these things are fetishes, but that's not necessarily a fantasy. I don't really know what the difference is between a fantasy and a fetish. Grand Wolf. <laughs> this is why we need you here. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry, I interrupted your story. Yeah, and basically, then the second time he was saying, oh, come over, wear the school uniform and everything. Mm. And then I turned up in the school uniform and he was like edging me, which it was like the first time I'd ever been edged. And I was like, oh, this is so fucking frustrating. Just let me fucking come. Oh, okay. And he was like, call me sir. Say sir. And do you know, it was just getting borderline cringe. Do it harder, sir. Do it harder, sir. And it was just... Yeah, I know obviously that if you're going to do a fantasy, you have to really commit to it. But then it was just, okay, let's play a game. So how about... Oh, um, no, stop this already. It's sounding very CBBC. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's not play... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> let's play a game. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Fuck off, out of my bed. No, but it was more like, so you've got to make me come in 30 seconds. And if not, then... Insert eye roll emoji. Yeah, do you know, I can't even make myself come in 30 seconds. Mm. <laughs> I could if I wanted to. In 30 seconds from a floppy. Okay, maybe a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> if you know where your trigger spot is... Yeah, fine. Yeah. But like, so then he, uh, he was like, oh, and then if you don't do it, you've got to complete a forfeit. And I get to pour custard down your school shorts... And I was just like, no, ma'am. No, no ma'am. <laughs> Not in this fine thread cotton. No, but yeah. <laughs> Do you mind? I bought these shorts from Bay Clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Bay Clothing? <laughs> like, I remember Whitehall Clovers. Whitehall. No, that's where you used to get your school uniform from. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> what I was... Down in what? Lewisham. Down in Lewisham, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there was one in Wolf Road. No, and I just thought custard, like, it's such an unsexy food. Oh, well, not according to Vanessa Feltz. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been all over that shit. Oh, my God. What, was, <laughs> what were the Vanessa Feltz quotes again? Vanessa Feltz's friends worried she might be drinking custard again. <laughs> <laughs> Put the fucking piss. Like a. S- <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah, again, there's a fantasy out there for everybody. <laughs> the way she's just like sneaking into cubicles and locking herself in there and secretly guzzling, secretly the guzzling it. Yeah. Like Linda from fucking EastEnders. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, so that was just sort of like one of the times that it flopped. I don't know if. Maybe I just put out the energy that I'd like. I enjoy sex here and I just enjoy good sex, but I don't know whether necessarily like um, role play and fantasy necessarily has ever been a major part of it for me. Maybe I'm missing out on something. I don't know. But like, I remember being, especially when I was younger, like, you know, like sex texts, what they're called, sexting. Yes. That for me was always just like, Oh God, like, I, I can't be asked of this. And sometimes like people want to sext and then they come via the sexting. And I'm just like, wow, like that imagination is really vivid. Like you're living in 4D here with this text message. Whereas to me, like it was like, it's either the real thing or it's not. But it's like, for me, I'd rather a dick than a dildo. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, do you get what I mean? So yeah. like, oh, I can't be bothered with the long talking. Like, yeah. let's get down to the nasty if that's what we're going to do. Yeah. If not, like don't waste my time. Um, 
fantasies. I feel like my fantasies kind of became, I like, this is why I want to define it. Like I'm into like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into like, you know, like underwear and like scally boys in white socks and yeah. tracksuit bottoms and night like 95 yeah, but scally boys could kind of be like a role play type thing yeah so maybe like i think i went to like fit lads like, one boy, time because it was fucking doing in my construction yeah, like, yard all of that so do you know what like maybe but yeah again i would have to be yeah 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 so you know what i could fuck with that like you know like rude boys and just like boys from the ends yeah so, and what about like men in suits mm, men in suits no, because men in suits, like, um, yeah, no. I don't, that level of power, I'm not into. Maybe a man in a track suit. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no. You're just a bright <laughs> bitch to the core. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, take me to Nando's and pull fucking Perry Perry sauce away. <laughs> but, um, no, you know, like, maybe like a fireman. Is that really cliche, though? I feel like a lot of these uh, fantasies are quite cliche. Like teacher, like, a police cliche. officer wouldn't be fucked about or fucked by, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, you wouldn't be. No, but I feel like there's something about the. Oh my god, my dad's a fireman. Ew, daddy's son. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm absolutely fucking joking. Just bad. Absolutely not. But yeah, there is something about the. I think like men in fireman suits are like i don't know and there's something really kind of like they rush in and they like spray their hose all over you and you know what i mean like oh save me from this burning building so maybe that's one of my fantasies but yet again like it's not really gonna how many people can get out there that's gonna come and knock on your door off grind on with a fireman suit yeah <laughs> <laughs> what I mean? but it's just called 999 and lots of yeah what is it? Police or ambulance? <laughs> Excuse me, my pussy's on fire. <laughs> my pussy's on fire. Please come and extinguish it. <laughs> oh my God, I have actually have got a fantasy. Oh, she's just, <laughs> just realised. But it's not really a fantasy, but it's like all of my Instagram boys that I really fancy. Like, you know, like you've got like the boys that you add on Instagram that you think are really fit. Yeah. Um, just having like a, like a weekend, like... Hire an Airbnb and fight them all down. <laughs> Everyone's in like really cute shorts and like having like a. Okay, so I think you have to take the Instagram factor out of that. Because, what do you mean? Because that's basically just, oh, I want to have sex with celebrities. Well, no, but you know, like my Brandon Myers, like maybe Ovi can come in. Like, yeah, that's celebrities. Oh, okay, so what does that mean? You can't have a celebrity fantasy. I feel like everyone has celebrity fantasies. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys, I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but the fact that you were all together in Airbnb, then, like, group sex, that's a fantasy. Okay, but I've done that. Yeah. Okay. It can still be a fantasy, even if you've lived it, lived it out. Oh, okay. Did it live up to the hype? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they weren't like Brandon Myers, I'm sure. Brandon Myers weren't there. Um, Lava was Ovi, so or Jay Fredo, or just Fredo in general. So, like, you get what I mean? It's like all my like my my drill rappers and your your what? The, drill music, drill. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Welcome to the party. You, I'll play some drill in a second. Baby, welcome to the party. Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skating around. Baby, welcome to the party. Picture my thug, give me lit. Gun on my One in the head. So, yeah, that was drill. Okay. By, oh. a, guy called, yeah, by a guy called Pop Smoke. Into it. <laughs> it's a vibe, no? It is such a vibe. Yeah, so you know, it's like, but I think, yet yeah, again, that style of music kind of works with this whole kind of. Remember, I was saying earlier on about like scally boys and rude boys. Okay, yeah. It's this kind of like whole street thing that maybe I've got. Yeah. That I'm kind of into. What I want to ask you about is people messaging you about their fantasies on apps like Grindr. Um, <laughs> I mean, on apps like Grindr, obviously you just get all of them, don't you? Well, I'm constantly getting people to ask, don't want to know if they can suck my toes. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, listen, you, you don't see this, these feet, mate. You don't want these feet in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're going to pay for me to go get a fucking pedicure first, then maybe we can talk. But like, I've got like third world feet. 
<laughs> Do you get what I mean? So, mate, the converse, the vans, like, my feet ain't pretty. So, no, you cannot. Do you think me. it's? Do you think it's like a like a vibe that you're giving off? I don't know. Like, I do get quite a lot of messages from random older men who want me to, like, who are happy to pay me to f- to fuck them, dominate them, um, step on their balls. Like, I've had all types of random messages of people who are fantasies. I literally, I open them. And I close them back. Sometimes I even block them depending on how intense the thing is. Oh, see, I'm just more of a screenshot post on my Instagram story kind of person. <laughs> like, do you know this person? <laughs> well, the, the one I keep getting over and over again is come in and fuck me. My ass will be in the air. Oh, and I'm yep, like, had those. But I've been getting like, I'm talking like three a week, three, four a week. You're like BB come pig. Yeah. Doors open, uh-huh. but up. Don't, they don't even want your name. They just want you to come in. And do you know what I think about that? Gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Chlamydia. Genital warts. Herpes. <laughs> like, that bumhole must be so... Like, got a whole land of shit going on in there. That, like... Nah, mate. I wait, even wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on. How is somebody being fucked anonymously different from somebody being fucked unanonymously. You still don't know what diseases that person's got. Yeah, but bitch, she's not even turning around to even look at the dick. <laughs> like my man could be coming in with cauliflower dick here and just putting that all up in their ass and you ain't checked the goodies. Like at least you can kind of give it like a 360 degree, look around the court, make sure there's no lumps or bumps. You can question like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's just a skin tag. Okay, cool. Oh, I mean, all it. I was circumcised when I was younger. But you're just so desperate for the cocky that you're just prepared to just have it put inside you without inspecting it. And I just think that it's a no from me. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I get really... Sexual, like sexual anxiety for me is a major thing, so. Well, I could just never do anything that anonymous. Yeah, and that you know, anonymous. Do you know what's, we keep saying anonymous wrong, but it's yeah, okay. Yeah, no, sorry, I'm from <laughs> South London, I can't help it. <laughs> like, what's, there's another word that you say wrong as well, at least, because it's a South London thing. Ask, millennium. Ask is, ask, yeah. I've had to like train myself to say ask. But there's another one, and I forgot what it was. I'm sure it'll come out at some point. But then what was funny is, so after all of this, I'm like, oh my God, is this like a vibe that I'm giving off where people are like looking at my picture and thinking, yeah, I just don't want to see your face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you look like you might have a nice dick, but can I just not see your face? Can I just not yeah. see your face? Please uh, put a balaclava on. Or they Ooh. just think like I've got no other options. Um, I think there's a lot of kinky bitches out there. And like, yet again, like each to their own, everybody is more than welcome to do whatever they want to do. Like, I just don't need to buy into it. Well, funnily, I then, um, so I've been like messaging this guy who like I've hooked up with before. Mm -hmm. And we were, we're basically kind of on a level now where we sort of like arranged to be kind of friends with benefits type thing. Um, Which is good because I think I do need that. Anyway, so we've been talking and like sexting a little bit. And then he's then like, so I want you to be on all fours, ass up in the air. And I'm like, oh, again. <laughs> Hold on. So these guys want to come and fuck you. No, 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 no. Ass up in the air. No, no, no. So the oh, ones okay. on Grindr want me to fuck them. Yeah. But then this guy now wants me... He, he wants to fuck move my ass in the air. Well, at least he's seen your face first. At least I know him, yeah. Yeah, at least you know him. And like... But then if I'm like face down, ass up in the air, how do I even know that that's him inside? That just gave me the fear. <laughs> Don't do that. Imagine. You're like, oh, that dick feels different. <laughs> oh my God, it's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Dads and sons. <laughs> um, it's a recurring theme. It's a recurring theme. No, um, so it seems like we do have Legrand actually coming on the show. What? Oh, so he's actually, oh my God, so he's going to hear. He's actually going to hear everything I've been saying. But actually, but I haven't been gunning him. No, no, that. he's just, 
Listen, if you're not into like getting fucked by your dad, that's your prerogative. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually genuinely quite excited to hear what he has to say. Yeah. And maybe he might even change my whole perspective on that. I would like to hear uh, some of his opinions about, you know, converting fantasies to real life and all of that stuff. Yeah, some of the things from... that we don't know how to do. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. So you're actually married, aren't you? I am, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, I don't know. I don't know why I just didn't picture that. Uh, yeah, I've been married for, uh, been together for 15 years, been married for uh, 11 this year. Oh, wow. And how is that kind of like, how does that factor in with what you do for work and stuff? I mean, do I'm you, sure you get asked this I mean, all the time. Doing adult work uh, yeah, or like, being on camera or... Yeah, all of it, you know, I'm sure um, you probably so I think that, Yeah, I, I think that um, part, part of it is, is maybe uh, salacious in the sense that uh, the sex life that, or, or part of the sex life that I have um, can be seen on camera in the sense that, um, you know, when, when talent is acting, you, you get to create something that then other people consume, and it does involve um, using your body and using sex to create art or create a visual. Right. On the other hand, it's most certainly not the same thing as uh, having sex, having a hookup, um, or sex within a relationship. You know, we, everyone's acting. So when people get on camera, um, it's relatively rare in the adult industry that what you're, you know, witnessing is, you know, the actual um, uh, kind of interaction, sexual interaction of two people who are in a relationship or a hookup. Um, quite the opposite. Usually, people who are meeting for the very first time. Um, and they're being directed uh, through a script. Um, but, but in any event, um, what, what's also not particularly uh, remarkable on, on the one hand, I, I think in the straight world it is, but gay men are more likely, obviously, to have open relationships or have sex uh, or, you know, with, with others. And are, um, are you guys in an open yeah. relationship, like outside of uh, what you do for work and porn and stuff? Right, yeah, and we have been for... 14 years so within the first year of us being in a relationship we realized that the um, same constraints that exist within straight relationships you know we didn't really buy into them um and and again wasn't particularly we we weren't unique um lots i think we had in yeah. terms of the guest stars in our bed um were <laughs> lots and lots of um other couples uh, we were living in Salt Lake at the time, and uh, you know the the sex that we had outside of our relationship. Uh, I would I would say that the majority of the couples who were in relationships that we were interacting with, they were also either having sex uh, with others or or we had had sex with them. So it was it was not particularly novel. So had you before you met your husband been in like any previous open relationships? Was it something that was new to this specific relationship or was that something that you had necessarily kind of done throughout your like adult uh, life? Yeah. So I uh, only came out of the closet uh, when I was in medical school uh, at 24, 25 um, and met my husband um, sort of at the... Um, you know, a, a year after I came out, um, okay. if that. Can we, because uh, before you called, we were talking a bit about kind of fantasies and everything. And obviously that is your sort of <laughs> area of expertise. Yeah. Um, With regards to like, um, you know, Mormon boys and all of that stuff, uh, you actually grew up Mormon, didn't you? Yeah, both my husband and I both we, we both grew up Mormon. And what was that like? I just can't picture it. Growing up religious is unfortunately a very common experience. So lots of people I think can relate to uh, going to church with their families. Uh, you, you you're indoctrinated from a pretty young age, you know. And, and Mormonism is very structured and it's a very modern religion. So um, you know, we had youth activities where you go. Uh, you know, and hang out with all of your friends. Growing up Mormon isn't really, like it sounds maybe more um, salacious than it really is until you turn 19. Then you go through the temple for the very first time. And it's not like um, Jewish temple, which is just, you know, a term for a church. 
this is sort of a secret thing um, and you're not really prepared for it. And when you go into the temple, uh, you're told, you know, first and foremost, that you're going to get naked and then they're going to, uh, you know, wash and anoint your body. Um, and it's a very surreal experience. You know, it wasn't eyes wide shut in the sense that it wasn't scary. I didn't feel like my life was threatened. I didn't feel um, nervous about the people that were there. Um, it just seemed so matter of fact, uh, almost celebratory. And what, what is this supposed to like represent? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, washing uh, and anointing of your body uh, in preparation for receiving um, a higher priesthood. Uh, you know, and so you go, you go in and these men uh, say these special prayers as they're, you know, washing your body in, in the sense that they just kind of put their fingers in water and then they would touch the parts of your body that they were talking about. Um, and they didn't touch your dick, but I certainly got hard because I was, you know, naked um, and I couldn't help it. Is it in front of a group setting? No, it's it's in this little white. So, that, so you go into this special area. It's all white curtains and brass rods. And, um, and it, you, you end up in this little kind of curtained box. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. Um, and inside that current box, it's you and this dude. And usually it's a very, very old dude who's your t the temple worker who's doing stuff. It sounds kind of gay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, you know, for, felt, you know, like for like really Mormons gay. where like Mormons, it's meant to be like all holy and well, non-sexual. Yeah. And it's meant to be, it's meant to be like very religious and non-sexual. But, but I feel like with most religion, there's always like yeah, an I, element. I, I mean, I feel like that's, that's right. Like I can't. I mean, give me an example of any religion where they tell boys that they have to be together and they can't be around the girls because they're trying to segregate the sexes. How did you get from being a Mormon religiously to into Mormon porn then? Like what, where did the transition, transition come? And like, how was your family? Did they receive you coming out as gay and living a gay life? Uh. A lot of questions packed in really Sorry. quick. Um, that's okay. Um, so, uh, so how did I transition? So I, um, it, it's pretty easy if you grow up Mormon and you're gay uh, to leave the church because the, the Mormon church essentially says, like a lot of religious groups, um, you, you know, either gay doesn't exist or it, it had a, a uh, meandering and kind of ever-changing Gay doesn't exist. On, we just want to touch right. you naked and did, annoy did, yeah. you. Sorry, did you know? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Did you know I, at I mean, 19 because... that you were gay? Sorry. <laughs> it's, I yeah, think, no, I, I, I definitely knew that I was gay at 19, uh, for sure. Um, but uh, by the way, the, the be able to touch you bit, the reason why that happened is because gay doesn't exist. The reason why men were comfortable doing all kinds of things in locker rooms previously is because uh, homosexuality didn't have a name. The moment you named it, the moment people started talking about it, that's when people start saying, oh, there's a possibility there are these homosexuals out there. And right. that's when people okay. start, that's when people start saying, oh, we can't do this anymore. So in fact, the Mormon temple ceremony has changed within the last decade and it's changed to no longer touch the body of the individual who's coming through. He still wears the poncho, still naked, they put him in the magic Mormon underwear, but you don't touch their body because um, the, of the specter, this named thing of homosexuality. Okay, um, I understand. And, I thought I... And then I came out and it was kind of not a huge deal. My dad was like, okay, I guess we maybe got the thing about homosexuality wrong. The fact that my dad turned around and became like a gay rights activist and was still Mormon is kind of... Oh, that's uh, cool. That, that is cool. <laughs> that yeah. is. That's, that's quite a positive outcome from a situation like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how, how did you transition from into Mormon porn. You yeah, know, where so did the, that come from? The, the the Mormon porn is a misnomer. It's uh has a Mormon theme. It's actually daddy son porn. It's it's intergenerational porn. Um and we transitioned into it because um well we knew the the story elements of Mormonism that would make it very believable. So we could actually create movies where you'd sort of watch it and say, what if this is real and what's not real? Like it's very hard you know, to to kind of take that fantasy in and know, you know. So with regards to like what you're saying with it being actors and things like that, how do you think people can kind of bring their fantasies into real life successfully? You know, well, you have to you have to take it seriously. You know, fantasy. Right. You have to commit. I guess that's you can't you can't commit to fantasy. um uh, only partially. And I think a lot of people do. A lot of the 
porn that I'll watch, the dialogue, it comes across as like tacky and laughable. What I wanted to ask you was, um, so for instance, when you and your partner, sorry, or husband, uh, um, get hooking up with other guys or like, do the guys that you meet in real life expect you to be one of the characters that you play or get you to maybe be... Be the Mormon elder. Yeah, or maybe perform a fantasy character that they desire. And are you? do you, like, partake in that? Yeah, so it's never happened. Um, really? I, People don't hook up with you and ask you to be these, this daddy? No, or... I mean, yeah, of, of the many different... Um, kind of fantasy sites that we have now, right? So we launched Growl Boys. Um, Growl Boys is a much more immersive furry fantasy site. Would you say that all of this is basically like, it's a business for you, like you're in the business of fantasy, but not necessarily these are your fantasies. You've kind of like, you've identified like a niche in the market or like, and you've, um, you provide a service. Like, does it turn well, you on personally? Does, do these, do yeah, do, do do these fantasies that you act out, are they partly your fantasies or are they just fantasies that you know that people are... Make the money. Yeah, make the money <laughs> and you can... They, we don't make anything that doesn't get me hard and, and or my husband hard and, and make us come. The things that we produce at the end of the day, if you're watching it, uh, it's likely that I've, you know, through the quality, you know, control process, I've watched it and jerked off to it. Um, and, and and it's important. I mean, I, I've said this for the 10 years that I've been in it. Um, if you're making the porn and it's strictly business, so there are tons now of straight companies that make gay porn. Uh, I'm talking about there are people who view porn strictly as this is something that I'm, you know, creating. I'm not in it. I think it's sort of gross. I don't like it. But, but people are willing money, to pay money for it. And they're going to capital, the capitalize right. on you... On the other hand, the way that we create all of our porn, it starts from something that we find hot. It matters, I think, and I just, I'll, I'll kind of put this out there. It really matters whether or not the people that are producing the porn are into it. Consider looking at who the producers was, of the uh, porn yeah. are. Okay. Uh, right, because if it's, if it's being produced by MindGeek, MindGeek is a, a huge straight company that runs all of the tube sites, the biggest tube sites. Um, and they uh, have profited. They came into existence uh, at the expense of other people, right? Because all of your content is suddenly being released for free, and you're like, wow, you're basically a straight company. You're not really into the content, um, and your producers aren't into the content. The talent might be straight. The producers might be straight. The company is straight. Um, you know, is, is that content really speaking to, to you as a gay consumer? Okay, so we're just going to move on to some reader questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My favourite part of the podcast. <laughs> um, Jacob wants to know, what is your turn-ons and your turn-offs in family porn? Uh, so so when we launched uh, Family Dick and then um, relaunched it as gaycest.com, um, which is now, uh, you know, the site where you can see our stuff, um, I think the turn-on was the taboo nature of it. Um, and the fact that you're sort of doing some storytelling that people don't normally get, uh, and you're doing it in a way that like, you know, is believable that, that for me was the greatest kind of joy of the, the gay incest stuff. Well, I always say that like when you're watching dad and son porn, it has to be like very clear that they're not actually related, <laughs> but just that they very much could be. They very much could be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's called, it's called method acting. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's called um question um reader question number two is from paul paul says which mainstream actor is your fantasy fuck which mainstream actor who, who's the guy who plays is it um R uh, russell the the australian who plays gladiator guy oh russell crowe russell crowe russell crow. okay yeah so russell crowe when i was um, in my 20s and um, I saw him I just like I super super into him see this is, this surprises me I would have thought you would have picked someone Twinkie based on like what the porn is like no but he's older now he said when he was younger so he hasn't always been well I mean how old are you now taste... sorry 
Yeah, I'm 40. Rude. No. <laughs> He's not a woman. Yeah, it, but, the, <laughs> but do you get what I mean? I like, <laughs> doesn't bother me at all. And and I think that it's true that your tastes do change, and you can become you can be more interested in younger guys. Yeah. I've always been interested. I've always been interested in sort of broad spectrum. So our fuck buddies now are pretty much the exact same age demographics. Like we have a couple of guys who are in there. You know, we're much older than me, uh, and we have guys who are twinks uh, and are just coming out of the closet. You know. And our last question is from. Uh, now, this is our penultimate question. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't see the other one. <laughs> David J wants to know uh, what was your first time like? I'm not sure if he means your first time having sex or your first time doing porn. Let's go, um, with, your, let's go with your first time doing porn. I feel like yeah, that's more interesting. Yeah, I think the first time yeah. doing porn is more interesting because everyone, you know, everyone's first time having sex is such a common question. And so the very first time that someone came in, um, to do a solo, um, it was just I we had set everything up all wrong and done everything. I, I didn't know that in retrospect I do, but um, he came down and he uh, he took down his pants and as he was um, taking his you know his dick out, his nuts flopped out. His nuts, oh. huge. <laughs> he had huge nuts. Oh my I mean, god, I, I love like literally <laughs> some of the biggest nuts I had ever seen, um, and I was just so stunned. Um, anyway, that we did the filming, but during the whole filming, I just. Like there are moments where I'm trying to like get the camera to focus on what I'm supposed to be focusing on, but like my camera gravitates back down towards these huge <laughs> nuts. I mean, just ginormous uh, nuts. So what was so what was your first fuck like, Lynn? Uh, very interesting. Um, I uh, so I had employees there, and um, so suddenly I'm taking my dick out in front of employees who are you know camera operators and you know whatever, and then uh. I didn't know how I was going to react. Uh, anyway, the guy that I was with was super hot. Um, we had good, you know, friendly chemistry. Um, and I was still playing director while shooting. And I realized, oh, this is actually much harder to be the director and be talent and kind of like, you know, orchestrate what's going on. Uh, and when I came, I shot like, I don't know, it must have been uh, 20 feet, like the length of like three human beings. They're just like, <laughs> okay, so um, definitely like that. Never, yeah. And I was like, wow, like I'm, there's a part of my brain that is sort of like able to do this and I can come and I can come really hard. Yeah. And last question for anybody starting out in this industry. So whether it's like OnlyFans or because I suppose the industry's changed a lot from the platforms that maybe you would have had to have used 10 years ago compared to like now you can kind of like direct this shit off your mobile phone if you really wanted to. What advice would you give to any like new beginners? Yeah, yeah. So what you should do is you should use any and all platform. Right now, I, I think that OnlyFans and Just for Fans are a really good platform. They make it super easy uh, to do this sort of clips for sale thing. People will be excited about you. But if you want to get more exposure, then you go to a studio um, and look at the studios that you really like. Shoot with a studio because they'll give you a lot of marketing, uh, you know, exposure. And then when you shoot your Just for Fans again, more and more and more people are now trying to find you. They're looking for you. And then you get more and more of your fans coming directly to you. If you can work it with a studio that will give you an exclusive and allow you to do your Just for Fans, that's brilliant. Um, because then they're producing a lot of content. It's exclusively one place. Your fans really get excited. You get more sort of energized fans, and then they come over. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, the, the whole point is to sort of get out there. So if you get out there uh, as talent, um, and people really like your content, and then you make it so that your content that you're producing yourself is something that people subscribe to, you will find, uh, I think, a certain degree of success. But it's it's that mixture of working with the big studios or any studios that can do marketing for you. So they, they kind of put you out there. You get paid for it, which is great. You get paid, essentially, to have sex and have someone do your marketing. That's pretty fucking brilliant. And then you um, go back over and you do your own, you know, just for fans or only fans. And in that case, right, like, now you have people who are looking yeah. for you. That's a really good idea. Start, start with the status and then... Listen, I've been taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, obviously, it's something that we've spoken about like quite a lot on the podcast about just people wanting to get into this industry at the moment. We have so, spoken about this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I've listened to those tips. I'll have to send you guys, um, you know, username and access uh, to Growl Boys so you can check it out because it sounds like you hadn't even heard of that, um, which is crazy... Yeah 
Yeah, crazy. Well, I definitely, I, I don't know about, I don't know about Jalay because Jalay's a lot more. I knew who you were. <laughs> Jalay's a lot more wild than you. I'm the, um, yeah, vanilla-ish one. But um, I've definitely wanked your porn before. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I most probably have, but just not realising. Like, do you know what I mean? Babe, I think you would know if somebody was dressed up like a fucking Mormon. Okay, actually, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um... <laughs> So why don't you tell us about what's coming up for Carnal Media and everything? Sure, yeah. We've got a new site that we're launching next week. Uh, very excited uh, to get that out there. It's, once again, very unique. Um, like other sites, like Fun Size Boys, um, like GaySest.com. Uh, um, in this case, it's a role reversal. And there's nothing else like it. Um, so by next week, when you uh, kind of go to... Uh, carnalcash.com and you look at the offerings of sites that we have uh, or if you subscribe to this podcast I'm sure that um, within a week or so we'll update you know with a, a link to the site um, but yeah we're going to have a role reversal site um, which kind of is the inverse of everything else you see out there and that's about as much as I'm going to say so sons dominating daddies is what I'm getting like, from that yeah there you go <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking yeah. like young boys playing daddies those i'm thinking <laughs> that like it's gonna literally be a role reversal so obviously in most you mostly think like yeah the older daddy dominates the younger boy yeah the younger boy but from what this sounds like well, what i'm hoping or imagining is that it's gonna be the young twinkie boy is gonna be dominating daddy okay so i'm I, I obviously did a very good job of describing the role reversal because immediately <laughs> you guys, you are almost coming up with the name of the site, which is impressive. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. It, you know, if you keep on going, you just have to kind of put the words that you just did dot com and you're already there. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I'll definitely be tuning in for this. <laughs> no, but please do send over that user and password because I'll definitely, like, I'm really, really interested in all of this and yeah I, well, and i'm definitely interested in the role reversal to see how that works so thank you so much for um being on the show today i feel like at least one of us has learned a lot <laughs> yeah, i definitely definitely learned a lot and you know i'll be sure to um check out all of your stuff guys if you want to check out um legrand's work please check out growlboys.com funsizeboys.com boyforsale.com uh, gaysest.com and of course next week our newest site will be launched lovely so I'm sure once you've got you guys have got a wank bank full of material a plethora a plethora, a plethora of, of wank material for the next however many years <laughs> <laughs> okay guys and that was Le Grand Wolf uh, filling us all in on everything girl that Mormon fetishes, Mormon fetishes, the business of it. What, let, was it furry, furry boys, furry ground? No, there was <laughs> furry realm, the furry realm, the furry realm. Listen, I'm really intrigued about this furry realm. Listen, bitch, I'm ready to take some ketamine and go to a different <laughs> realm. <laughs> Who knows? I think he might have just ignited something in me. So. We'll see. Send over that use and password. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, you know what? It's always fun to get on the airways with you and have a chit chat. Where are you going, girl? <laughs> <laughs>